You're listening to the Her Revive podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Williams, the founder and CEO of Her Revive Co., a membership community helping Christian women to connect, to learn how to walk in freedom, and embrace their new identity as women living fearlessly restored. Rather, you're at the beginning stages or you fully mastered this thing called life, on this podcast, this is where we do life together, bringing you tips, business strategies, laughter, and tons of vulnerability from myself and experts included to help you navigate as a woman revived. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so I wanted to record just like this audio drop podcast out and I was like this is the most perfect moment while I'm on vacation for me to do it so I'm so excited so as you guys already saw within the title it is all about controlling your sexual desires and creating a heart of purity aka how to remain abstinent if you are someone right now and you're desiring marriage, you're desiring like to be intimate and your journey is a little bit different, right? One of the questions that someone asked me, they were like, Andre, like, I want to be righteous with my body. Like, I want to be able to become a godly woman, not just by, by appearance, but internally. And so what does that look like some of the times, right? And I think it also depends about the season that you're in and if you're married right but then also too like creating a heart of purity is like with being married and also being single so i want to talk about just my journey of me being abstinent i feel like this conversation is going to be so good you guys <laughs> It's going to be so good because I'm going to be talking about some things i was like previously asked this question so it's going to be so good um Okay, so let me just first just by prefacing my story. So my journey started, I want to say, I think around like eight years ago, I decided that I wanted to remain abstinent until I got married. And that decision for me was a very easy decision because I was like, constantly just like back and forth in relationships. And I was like, not even close to being married. I felt as if like, my body was like this weapon and none of the guys that I was dating around that time they were like respecting me respecting my body and I was like you know what I just want to see who would like date me for real for real if I decided to remove this from the equation if I decided to just put more boundaries on this particular conversation I wonder like who would date me who would be interested in me you know like would they want to go on a date with me and so it started out as me just testing, right? Me just testing because I was growing closer to God, but I wasn't fully like all the way there just yet for me to like decide to like remain, you know, just create this heart of purity. And I wasn't there yet. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And it was so crazy because it started out as an experiment. And then later on, it switched on to something else because I realized that they weren't like interested in me in that regard, right? And it could have been just the guys that I was dating. Like I was dating these guys off like, you know, MySpace and, well, not MySpace, sorry, Facebook and Instagram. So it wasn't as if I was like dating a doctor or something. <laughs> so it was like I was dating the local drug dealer. I was dating the local guy from like high school you know like the guy who played you know JV and high school stuff you know like all of that stuff right I was surrounded by very local guys and so 
when I decided that I wanted to to create this boundary, I was like, whoa, okay, like this is crazy. And so it kind of like embarked upon this new journey of me just saying no to certain things. And so that's kind of how everything started for me because as I started to get closer to God, I realized that my self-worth also increased. I realized that the things that I was once available for, the, the conversations that was I was once available for, that I realized that I was like, man, I am so above this. Like God has given me a new identity, but yet I'm allowing for someone to treat me so disrespectfully. I'm allowing for myself to be in a situation where he's like looking at my body, not from a place of like, I can't believe I, you know, this is my wife, right? Because I wasn't married and I, I'm not married, right? But it was like they're not looking at me like oh I want to marry her right it was like it was it wasn't that it was like filled with lust and so I decided that I wanted to embark on this journey of just holiness and purity and that is really what I want to talk about today because one of the questions that someone asked me as she was joining inside the membership she was saying that I want to be holy like I want to be righteous I want to be able to be a Proverbs 31 woman and I want to be revived right like I want to be able to be revived and be restored because even if you were to get married like these things are not just going to magically disappear like if you have this lustful spirit it's not going to magically disappear just because you're married like that will continue to intensify like you know and so that is what we're talking about today it's just understanding how to control that and creating a heart of purity and so I believe that the decision to stay sexually pure before marriage is easier said than done right because everywhere that we look there is like plaster with sex or plaster with all these different things and so it's a lot harder for us to make that commitment and for us to say like oh I'm not doing x y and z right because that's all that we see and so even if you were in a situation because I know there's multiple dimensions to this particular story right not everyone is going to be like from that particular stage of where it's like oh Andra like I I allow for certain things to happen like no there was some instances that awaken your sexuality before you're before you even had the opportunity right from like through rape and molestation those things awaken your sexuality at a young age or even at an older age you know that allows for you to now become programmed to like think about sex and to want to act upon it right and so as I said like it's a lot easier said than done when all you are surrounded by is this particular thing Right. And so if you are someone that's wrestling silently, if you are someone like, God, I want this, but I don't understand how to remain committed. Like I hear Andra's story about her <laughs> in his eight year journey and I'm just trying to make it through like day one or like month three or year one, like wherever you're at, like is intensifying. Like I'm just trying to make it through there. Right. <laughs> and so I believe that it is it's easier said than done. Right. But I wanted to give you some things that has helped me that I believe that if you were to apply these particular things, it will also help you along your journey, right? And so, okay, so the first thing that I want for you to do is that I want for you to monitor the things that you are consuming and the things that you are digesting, right? It's so easy. I believe the majority of us were either business owners or homemakers or we're on social media, on TikTok. It's so easy to become consumed with all of the wrong things when all you're doing is being on social media, right? All you're doing is like scrolling on TikTok and you're seeing this and you're seeing that and you're seeing all these relationship videos and you're 
starting to fantasize like it is so easy to fantasize like and I believe that the entryway of creating a heart of purity and remaining pure is really monitoring the things that you're thinking about the things you're fantasizing about and the things that you're digesting right so just like unhealthy food ungodly tv shows spending like just so many hours on social media listening to explicit music it can harm and corrupt your body right it can harm and corrupt your spirit right and so just as those things are harmful and they can bring forth corruption so can these things bring forth corruption when it comes to your journey of remaining pure and creating a heart of purity and honor and wanting to honor god with your abstinent journey right and so just like all those things are unhealthy we first have to realize like what am i digesting what are the things i'm consuming what are the things that i'm just taking in just repeatedly repeatedly and I'm starting to fantasize about this maybe I want a relationship more than I wanted God maybe I'm just starting to fantasize about this guy that was interested in me and then now we're getting like you know things are starting to increase like it's so important to really pay attention to the things that you are consuming the things that you are digesting right and so a few questions like three questions I want for you to ask yourself is what am I consuming all day? I had a conversation with someone within the membership and we we're talking about her being on social media for like five hours out the day. Part of that was to do a little bit of business. And in the other half, it was like constantly doubting, comparing and, you know, all these different things. And so it's like, what are you opening yourself up to? Right. Because we know that when we open ourselves up to things, some of the times it's not necessarily that we're opening up ourselves to like judgment. But it's like, I mean, I'm sorry. Um comparison but it's like once we open ourselves up to comparison we open ourselves up to insecurities once we open ourselves up to insecurities we open ourselves up to lust right so it's kind of like a domino effect so even though some of the times it's like oh i'm on social media so how can i be entering and entertaining lust it's like because they come in partners like they come in a big package deal right and so it's like what are you consuming what type of conversations are you having with your friends are you just so filled up with the things upon the explorer page are you just like scrolling 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 on tiktok where it's like nudity and all those different things right like what are you consuming and what are you digesting what are you spending your time doing because if we want to create a heart of purity and we want to honor god with our body and we want to to just um create like stepping in honoring our our vow to remain abstinent then we have to ask ourselves like what are we filling ourselves with and i believe that god he will give us like this gentle tug like oh you've been spending too much time on facebook oh you've been watching all of these you know housewives of potomac and atlanta like you've been watching all of this and you're consuming yourself with all of these things right and the thing about with your purity and and, and wanting to remain like like faithful to that is that I think of it like um like a driplet of water that sometimes it's not going to be something that's like right in your face that you're like stepping in that you're going like over the edge it's like a driplet of water over time the things that you'll start to relax your boundaries right you'll start to relax the things like it's like oh okay like maybe I'll have you to come over maybe I'll cook dinner and I'm even though I'm really attracted to you maybe we will talk on the phone for hours and hours and hours and where we start to really have just these very intense conversations that really start to build up soul ties like what are you opening yourself up to right it's like that's what I want for you to think of because 
it's so important like everything is not going to be just in your face everything is always going to be just like this very subtle type of thing right so it's about like what are you opening up yourself to and a thing for me and how i counterattack this is really just like putting a time limit on how much time i'll spend on social media i have to ask god like repeatedly like what does purity look like for me how can i really honor my body how can i just let go of fantasizing how can i let go of all these things right because if they're pulling me away in there and it's um i had a quote and it says that if it entices your flesh but dulls your spirit then it's not of god right so it's kind of like what are you doing right now that is enticing your flesh but dulling your spirit and you can see like oh i'm entertaining this i'm in this situation ship like i'm doing all these things right that's like dulling my spirit other thing too looks like i find me scriptures to recite and one of the ones that's like i always recite is is romans 12 and 1 and i always like you know i ask god to just remove certain conversations out of my my certain topics out of my conversation i know a lot of people they're just like what like girl like you can talk about this right because this is what you're going to be doing when you get married but to me it's like i'm not married i'm not i'm not in a relationship right now you know by the time maybe this gets a little bit older i'll be in one but i feel like you know right now it's like what are the the conversations the topics that i'm talking about i don't want to talk about you know what i'm going to do on my honeymoon and and the, if i'm going to wear lingerie and all these positions like I'm not going to talk about that because it's not really adding value to my life right now and adding value to what God is calling for me to do you know and so it's like to me that's a very like mindless conversation it's a very it's a conversation that doesn't need to be said and so I'm just like I'm, I'm going to monitor the things that I'm talking about right and so another thing too is to pray over your hormones okay <laughs> depending i know like if a lot of you guys are like okay andra how did you go eight years right going eight years mean that you're praying over your hormones you're praying that god will help you to tame the desire but not to take away the desire, right? Because we want for the desire to be there for when we get married, but just like in our single season, it's like, God, just tame this desire, right? Like, I'm not telling you to put out the flame. I'm just telling you to tame the flame so that the flame and the fires do not overtake me. AKA, I'm, help, I'm asking you, God, to allow for me to to understand how to navigate through my hormones so that my hormones do not overtake me that when i'm ovulating it do not overtake me and that i'm able to not step into fantasizing and that i'm not able to step into to um to dream in and, and welcoming all these sexual spirits into my life and starting to be lustful like that's what i'm praying for when i say god pray I, help me with my hormones help me to honor you with my body you know like help me to to just really understand like how i can to to just like pray for my hormones so that they don't overtake me and that i'm willing to be in submission to you and it's like that was one of the things that i used to pray daily is help pray over my i prayed over my hormones and i prayed that my hormones will fall into submission to the will of god and that even though I'm not there yet, you know, and this is like, even when I marry, I'll still pray this because I feel like it's so important because as I said in the beginning, that just because you're married doesn't mean that some of the times you will remain within the covenant, right? People cheat all the time. They have affairs. So it's like, God, 
I, I'm praying over my hormones, but you know, until I get married, you know, and so until that happens, God, I want to submit this to you. I want to submit these desires that I have. I want to submit these thoughts that I have to you because they are running rapid in my life. And I know God, that if I continue to think about it, then I want to act upon it, right? That urge is going to intensify. So it's like, me just saying that yes the hormones are there i'm not asking for god to put out the fire right because i said in the beginning we want the little fire then we want it to be spicy but <laughs> the it's not time it's not time so it was like god help i i want to submit this until it is time okay and so as i said is that just praying over it and and just really bringing it into submission to God. I always just say is that my flesh is weak, but my spirit is strong. And so I'm willing to wait until God aligns me to my husband. And I'm not going to allow for myself to fall into a trap of my hormones being a thing that makes me sin. So if my hormones are the things that make me sin, then I need to submit it to God and allow for God to heal me and allow for God to put this barrier up. You know, like I'm not there yet. And, and God is like, okay, like I, I honor that. I'm going to just tame that desire until you are aligned with your husband. Right. And so the most challenging part to me is that our, our hormones as a woman, they come every month. Okay. Like they they come every month, but I believe that, as I said, like if we ask God to show us how to tame it, show us what to pray, show us how to how to remain faithful. You know, I believe that this whole process and everything that I'm giving you is more of a trial and error. Right. You have to like you're in this situation and it's like, OK, I know that this is going to happen. So you have to like just know in advance this is a trial and error. And once you find that prayer and once you find that particular thing that you're wrestling with, then you can cast it down. Right. And so how do we counterattack this is that we do not sit and meditate on the thoughts. Right. So as soon as the thoughts. Mm, OK, like we're entering into, I think. Yeah, we're already into the fall, winter time, whatever. You know, it was like, my thing is that I'm like, ooh, ooh, he smells so good. You know, and then it's like, oh, but then I have to like, uh, mm, okay. <laughs> and just putting that at the feet of the Lord and not allowing it to um, to just run rampant in your thought. The next thing is that I want for you to like seek accountability, to have someone to pray for you. Hide behind the word of God. Right. Hi. What is the word of God says about sexual, you know, um, um, sexual purity or what does God say about um, just fornication? Like, what does the word say? And then if the word says this, the word is the truth. So it's like, I don't need to act upon any type of sexual desires until I'm married. So I'm going to hide behind the truth of God. I'm going to hide behind the word of God. And I'm also going to allow for myself to remain in constant fellowship with God and to be extreme as necessary, to be extreme as necessary. And that's going to lead me into my third point is girl, be extreme as necessary because i believe that this is your body this is your body this is god's body and and i believe that some people are like oh it's okay for you to talk on the phone until you know uh nine o'clock in the morning it's like yeah but i don't want to do that i want to place boundaries i want to place boundaries on this because the thing about with us and when why we're not honoring our body is because we never place boundaries so now we're going back and we're placing boundaries, right? It's like, God, I want to create a heart of purity. How can I create a heart of purity? Adding in boundaries. Okay, God, how can I honor you with my body? Adding in boundaries, right? Being extreme as necessary 
And asking God to show you those empty gaps and empty spaces within your life that needs to have boundaries, right? And then the last thing is that I want for you to talk to someone that you trust. One of the things about being inside of the membership is that we're all about, I feel like for me, I'm all about being transparent with my journey, being transparent with the things that I struggle with, the things that God is helping me to overcome, the, even the things that I'm even still learning now as I'm recording this audio, right? And I feel like, I used to be so embarrassed, like embarrassed about so much stuff, like (laughs) the embarrassment, the shame used to ride me heavy, okay? But the thing about being a part of Her Revive and being a part of Her Camp is that we're releasing the shame, the embarrassment, the guilt, and that we're hiding behind the truth of God. We're not isolating ourselves. We're not allowing for this to overtake us, and we're not ignoring the flags, the red flags that's like, hey, you need help. You need deliverance. You need prayer. Like we're not ignoring that, right? And I, it's like, you know, remaining, not trying to be that strong friend, because that's what someone used to say, like, I have to be that strong friend. And it's like, I never want for you to be that strong friend inside of here. Like, I want for you to just be you and whatever that looks like is what that looks like. Right. And I, I want for you to know that with this is that we're coming against the nature of certain things, right? We're naturally designed to be a creature that that procreate, that that is that conceive and all these things, right? And so we're coming against the nature. So everything that you're feeling is normal, it's natural, right? Unless it's unnatural and you have same-sex attraction and then that's when it's not natural. But it's like the desires that you have right now, they're natural, right? So as I said in the, in the beginning, is that we're not asking God to take away the desire. We're just asking God to tame the desire until you are married, right? Until you are in a relationship. And so some of the, some quick things I didn't get the opportunity to mention is that I want for you to take inventory of your dreams. I want for you to take inventory of things that you are dreaming about, maybe things that have come up repeatedly in your dreams. I want you to also take inventory of your daily thoughts, the things that you're thinking about, just like when you like, oh, just casually just thinking about different things. Like, what are you thinking about? What are you fantasizing about? I next want you to really map out like, what are some of your struggles, right? So one of the things that you're just like struggling in and you really need help and discipline in and I want for you to also ask yourself like what is my identity how do I view myself because in the beginning of this I talked about just like that that with me and how I was like oh I view I view myself less than what God said that I am right so whenever it was time for me to to view myself in this new light only thing I can view myself as a woman who has so many scars a woman who entertained things that she had no business entertaining the woman who did so much stuff she had no business doing and so my viewing of of me was kind of skewer so as God was calling me into this place of holiness I was like you know like God I don't really know because I don't know right all these different things <laughs> and I want for you to ask like, what does purity mean for you? Okay. And we're coming up to the very, very, very last thing. And this is going to be the most important one is that I want for you to take into consideration all of the open doors that is open in your life, all the open wounds, right? 
it's important as we are stepping into this this new act of being revived and restored is that we ask the Lord to heal us from old wounds, old things that could have life into them, right? Things that still bleed out within us because we don't want to be a woman that's revived but still bleeding out, still leaking out. So if we are in this continual state of still bleeding, still leaking, then we're like the woman in a body that's kind of like ill. She's sick right? Not sick, like mental, but it's like, she's sickly. She has an illness. And when we think of ourselves, is that when we are becoming a wife, that we don't want for anything to interfere with God is doing. And so I want for you to really just like ask yourself, like, what are some wounds that may be open in your life, right? This may be in a form of molestation. This may be in a form of where you're, you know, masturbating. This may be in a form of pornography, but I want for you to understand, like it, in order to become revived, in order to become restored, it's all about identifying and closing the doors that are open in your life that God wants to shut, that God needs to have shut in order for God to do certain things within your life, right? Because we are not staggering just because of nothing. We're staggering because there's an open wound and we're still bleeding, we're still leaking. So if you want to step into this space of becoming that woman that is whole, who has a heart of purity, that knows how to control her sexual desires is you understanding that it's impossible for you to become that if you're still bleeding if you're still leaking okay and so that is all for this audio drop I'm so excited for this you guys <laughs> I may turn this into a podcast later on I don't know for right now but um I'm just so excited for this and so I will talk to you guys soon all right bye Hey sis, if you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with everything that's happening within the Her Revive family, to get all of the bonus behind the scene content and even inspirational pieces, you can follow us on Instagram and also on Twitter at Her Revive. Until next time, you guys, chat soon.